Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com This is California School News Radio with your host, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Welcome back to the program, California School News Radio, uh, with Kevin and Drew uh, on WSRadio.com. We're all familiar with the phrase, pardon our dust, when we pass by construction zones in West Covina Unified School District. The dust is beginning to settle a bit after a wave of student uh, school facilities upgrades have been completed, the result of a $143 million bond passed by voters in the year 2016. The new facilities include a renovated football stadium, a, a brand, new, brand new aquatic center with an Olympic-sized swimming pool and a myriad of other projects at, uh, I believe, 15 schools across the district. Here with us uh, this morning to talk about all of the changes going on at the district is West Covina Unified Assistant Superintendent of Business Services, Dr. Drew Pasalacqua. Welcome to California School News Radio to you, Dr. Pasalacqua. Thank you, Kevin. Excited to be here. And we have our own Drew here on the program, Drew Slosberg. Uh, uh, welcome back, Drew. I'm doing uh, fine over here. How are you doing, Dr. Drew? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Okay, good to hear from you again. Uh, now, uh, so lots going on in, in West Covina. Um, you, uh, some of the projects, uh, there, there are just so many projects, almost too many to list, uh, uh, but one that has been completed because I've seen it, it was ready in time for last year's commencement activities, was the new football stadium at West Covina, Unify, at West Covina High School. Um, so let's just talk a little bit about all of the different projects, uh, what, what excites you uh, at the moment. Uh, yes, uh, the stadium last year at West Covina High School was finished right in time for the beginning of football season. We're really proud of that project. Uh, probably the first time in over 50 years that it was renovated. All new bleachers throughout that should last the rest of my lifetime. Yeah. The track and field um, was touched up a little bit, but we also did brand new uh, facilities for the restrooms on both sides as well as the snack shacks, and it's a beautiful project if you've ever driven by on Cameron. Well, I was there, and I got—I I was very impressed because I, I got the, the, the restroom facilities, you know, just alone. It's like, wow, this is, you know, this is what you want. Um, and, uh, and, but there's so much uh, more going on. Uh, uh, one thing about West Covina that I find very fascinating, it has the distinction of being one of the fastest growing cities from the year 1950 to 1960. Uh, but in 1950, there were less than 5,000 people living in West Covina. In 1960, and I don't know if you, you know this, Drew, uh, it was uh, well over 50,000 people. Uh, in those 10 years, uh, almost 50,000 people came, uh, and, and so a lot of schools were built. Uh, almost all of the schools uh, from West Covina Unified uh, district were built in that time. So they are ripe for renovation. Yes, uh, quite a growth period during those days and all of our schools, if you drive by now, they're first class facilities. They've all been updated. They're looking in great shape. Um, I'm happy to discuss the number of different projects we're working on currently. Well, choose one. Uh, we'll, we'll start with that one. Well, currently we're doing a full modernization of our largest middle school, Hollandcrest Middle School, which houses nearly 900 students. All new air conditioning, new flooring, new roofing, ceilings, painting, brand new cabinets inside all of the classrooms. The science labs are amazing. Um, I've had the chance to walk through those. And we're in stage two of three of that project. 
which is scheduled to be completed at the end of this school year around July of 2020. And so I have to imagine that's bringing a lot of excitement on campus too. I mean, anytime you get anything new, you know, everybody is just like, you know, just uh, uh, very giddy, like it's Christmas. It, it is. Like it's it's, it's state-of-the-art. They have great pro uh, projection screens that they can use, uh, large screen TVs on the walls. They have sliding whiteboards for great use in the classroom activities so kids can be in all corners of the room working in small groups. Teacher can move around the room freely. It's great setting. Yeah, I've seen that. It's it's amazing that you know uh, to see because we've got the headsets on and yes. now and now the teachers do too. It's like kind of a, you're like you're a rock concert or something. <laughs> and our rock star is Drew Slosberg here of the San Diego Union Tribune. Jump in here on with us, Drew, and uh, uh, go ahead and uh, talk to the doctor. So you listen, I uh, you really. Uh, uh, empathize with uh, folks that are in your uh, position in school districts around the country because uh, the second you uh, put something in that's going to uh, deal with uh, technology, uh, I think before uh, the first uh, uh, activity or whatever technology is put in, it's already outdated or something like that. So how do you stay on top of technology? Well, a lot of the spaces that we're building in our buildings, we plan ahead for that. And we have flexible designs in these buildings that will allow for some changes. For example, the robotics lab and um, sort of competition arena that we're building at our West Covina High School CT and science building, it's built so that over the years we'll be able to change out the equipment as we go along. And the same would be with our video production room. We've talked with that teacher at length about building it so that it'll last more than just one or two years with the current items that they use, but thinking about the future, making sure we have a lot of power on the walls, a lot of both flexible seating and uh, activity spaces for the different classrooms. Yeah, you know, that's, that's terrific. How much of this uh are you tying into or are you at all with uh, artificial intelligence? Um, I don't, we haven't spent a lot of time talking about artificial intelligence specifically. Right. Uh, in both of our CTE buildings, we're building a 12,000 square foot CTE event center at Edgewood High School as well as a nice. uh, 26,000 square foot CTE building at West Covina High School. Both of those buildings will be housing CTE classrooms like video production, uh, robotics labs, architectural design, uh, as well as science labs in the West Covina High School building. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think that's, uh, that's terrific, as we all know, and uh, we've been chatting about this. You probably did it when you were on before, uh, Dr. Drew, as, uh, as the world uh, certainly moves to college and career pathways uh, by leaps and bounds. That'll certainly will be very much appreciated by the students and the teachers and the parents, I imagine, as well. Yes, and there's great industry uh, partners that they work with in all of these CTE programs. Uh, that's one of the requirements of the, of the participation is to have those industry partners that help give feedback on the programs and what's needed. And on the on the in, in the pathways uh, buildings that yes. you're that you're uh, uh, and can we, let's discuss a little bit uh, the actual pathways that they will be servicing. Uh, uh, sure, I'd be glad to share that. So Edgewood High School. Their event center is a 300-seat event center with a stage and retractable blues. Within that same building, we have the dance pathway, video mm. production, theater production, and video game design. All will be housed at Edgewood High School. At West Covina High School, we're currently building that project as well, and that 
project will house the architectural design, video production, robotics lab, and a competition arena in that building, as well as the state-of-the-art science labs upstairs. And do you have any numbers? Do we know how many students are in the in the Pathways uh, programs? Uh, I, I imagine it's, it's several. It's, it's several hundred. There's a variety of Pathways. It's over 20 or 30 different Pathways. We've been working closely right. with the teachers and uh, the ROP on those Pathways. Because Drew and I uh, talk about this all the time, uh, CTA Pathways. I mean, this is like really, uh, you, you, we want our students to uh, have the chance to go to college. A lot of them are, are first-generation college-goers, but you don't necessarily need to go to college to get the skills uh, uh, to start working right out of high school, or if you want to work your way through college, uh, I would imagine this also helps out as well. Yes, it provides both routes. We have many students that go straight to a four-year college that participate in these pathways, and then we have other students that go straight to the industry in internships or paying jobs. You know, I was just hearing uh, downstairs they were playing a little bit of the uh, West, Side Sto uh, West Side Story music. <laughs> and I thought of that when you thought of the, uh, the dance pathway. That's an unusual pathway to have at, at a school. Uh, have, have, are, are you familiar with the, the, the pathway itself or, or, or how they're trying to design the event center there at the... Uh, Yes, it's great because they have their own dedicated dance room that's beautiful and state-of-the-art, but also the event center that shares the wall with them next door, it has the exact same dance floor so that they can use both of those spaces however they need as part of that pathway. And the stage is a great venue for them to practice on a solid hardwood floor as well. Now, is this, uh, th this center is uh, uh, being built right now? It's Yes, so that building is almost completed. It should be done near the end of February of 2020. Okay. Um, it's really coming along. The roofs are done. All the drywall's done. Um, I, I go in it every week, if not a couple times a week, to check the progress because we, we do all the facilities in the business office. And, and so there'll be a big grand opening uh, when this, when this yes, happens? Yes, there will cutting. be. There will be in the early spring. Well, maybe you can get Twyla Tharp to come and, uh, <laughs> or, or uh, Drew, uh, we got about a minute and a half left in this segment. We're talking to uh, Dr. Drew Pasalacqua of uh, Assistant Superintendent, uh, West Covina Unified of Business Services, and our own Drew Slosberg here on uh, California School News Radio. Getting a little confusing here. <laughs> Drew, you have a final question before we go to the break. Yeah, I, I do, and then we could continue it after a break if we can, is that um, obviously with all of the work that you're doing with the 104 the $3 million school bond, uh, you must have had just hours and hours of input from the teachers, from the community on what this would look like. Um, were you leading those efforts as well, I imagine? Yes, our, our division's leading those efforts. Mr. Larkin, our chief facilities director, he leads those efforts along uh, with our architect, and we involve them at every stage of the process, from the initial design, what they need to, down to just a week or two ago, we had a, a finishes meeting where you look at all the different colors of carpet, the paint, the doors, all of those things with the stakeholders of each building as we proceed. Um, we want to make sure it's done right, and we want to make sure it's used the way it's intended. Being a, a teacher myself and a principal prior to this position, I always know it's important to get the stakeholder input of the people that will actually be using the facilities, and uh, we do that on a weekly basis. We're talking to uh, Dr. Dupasalacqua of uh, West Covina Unified uh, School District. We're talking about the $143 million bond passed in 2016 by the voters. And we're going to go to break right now on California School News Radio, but we'll be right back and talk a little bit more. Uh, stay tuned.
you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-548. 6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. You may have heard me brag about Progressive Medical Center and just how much they've helped me with my health. And Dr. Goley, one thing that you've helped so many people with is migraines. Unfortunately, there are millions and millions of Americans who are suffering with migraines and headaches, and they're debilitating because it affects the quality of their life and they cannot function properly. At Progressive, we get the root cause because we understand that migraines could be caused by nutritional deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, believe it or not, delayed food sensitivities. And mm. once we determine what the real reason is, we put a plan of action together with medication that we get them off slowly and we put them on an all-natural approach and the results are amazing. Incredible. I mean, there's so many people that can say they don't live their lives with migraines anymore thanks to Progressive Medical Center. And that's what's exciting and rewarding to us as physicians because we help our patients take control of their health and that's why they're living well. Why don't you get a hold of Progressive Medical Center today? Don't live in pain. Don't have migraines anymore. Just go to their website, progressivemedicalcenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. This is Bill Gruber with BizVid Communications, a Southern California video production leader. We've been honored to sponsor, produce, write, and host many of the fine programs on WS Radio over the years. So we understand how important the internet and your website exposure are. As video producers, we know the tricks and secrets to incorporate video to increase your search engine optimization and business success. Visit bizvidcommunications.com to see what we can do for you. B-I-Z-V-I-D communications.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. This is California School News Radio with your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg. Welcome back to the program, California School News Radio with Kevin and Drew and our guests from West Covina Unified School District, Assistant Superintendent of Business Services, Dr. Drew Pasalacqua. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. Uh, I know we wanted to talk about uh, one of the uh, uh, sort of the, uh, the, the the pinnacle project, which is the Performing Arts Center at uh, West Covina High School. Yes. Yeah. This, uh, go ahead and talk about, I guess this is just uh, now being approved in design by, uh, by the state. 
Very exciting. Yes, it is very exciting. It's a 31,000 square foot building that will be the district performing arts center housed at West Covina High School to be used by all of our schools and the community. It'll be a 650 seat theater, which will just be absolutely beautiful. It's just down the street on Cameron in between our tennis courts or our stadium and the CTE building we're building. And it will have dedicated classroom spaces as well through our CTE pathways for performance spaces for the theater department, including a separate black box theater that will be included, as well as the 650-seat theater. It'll also house our choral music department and our dance studio for West Covina High School. That project right now is in the final stages of state approval through the Department of State Architect. We plan to have all those things signed off right before Thanksgiving and go out to bid between Christmas, holiday time, and January to break ground. It's an 18-month project once we get started. Wow. Okay. Uh, and so what, just a little bit of that process, uh, uh, working with the designers, getting the approval from the state, that's, that it can be a tricky process. Uh, how have you found it so far? It is. It's usually six to nine months once the designs are done and during different times of the state's economy, they've had more or less staff. So right now it's been about a six to eight month turnaround when we send our documents up to them. Um, it's just so many people are building right now with all the bonds that mm. passed it in, two th right, passed yeah. in 2016. Everybody's out there doing work. Um, yeah, and, and obviously Performing Arts Center, that's, it's a little bit more complicated than, say, refurbishing the tennis courts, but, uh, you know, so that uh, takes a lot of uh, thought. Who, uh, who is contracted out to actually put in the designs for these? So SVA Architect is the architect on that project, and we've been working with them basically since the bond passed to design this building, include all the different stakeholders, what will be included, what won't be included, um, as well as the parking that will surround it to accommodate for those large events. Yeah, and uh, and, and, the, and the Performing Arts Center uh, is is not the only game in town, and you've also got a huge, huge Olympic-sized swimming pool uh, coming in. Where is that? Is yeah. that also at West Covina? That's, that's a district swimming or aquatic center, and it's at Edgewood High School, and it's going to be a 50-meter by 25-yard Olympic swimming pool. <laughs> It'll have four locker rooms, two for each comprehensive high school so that they can have their home locker room as well as one for the visitors when they play. It will also have a kinesiology lab attached to that facility, as well as a small weight room training center uh, on the pool, right off the pool deck. It really is remarkable. The thing that's so special about it, too, is that when you're building these facilities, there's never enough pool time. This pool has a movable bulkhead where water polo could be practicing or having a game on one side oh, while wow. swimmers could swim on the other. And then at the front part, you could even have an uh, area for swim lessons. Oh, my gosh. So, Drew Schlossberg, uh, what, what do you think about that Olympic-sized swing pool? Uh, that's that's pretty big. I think I'd have to wear my water wings for that one. But, you know, uh, <laughs> but uh, Dr. Drew, we were chatting a little bit at uh, break about uh, the dual enrollment uh, program we have at uh, Mount uh, Sac, and I think that's uh, terrific where students can be earning a college credit while they're going to high school. Talk about that. Yes, that, that's really special. The board had the vision for this Mount Sac Early College Academy, which started last year. 
with our first class of freshmen of 60 students. It's a partnership with Mount Sac College where students can earn their AA degree during their four years of high school. This year, our second class, we filled it to capacity at 100, student, 100 new freshman students. So we have 160 students there. We plan each of the next year to add 100 new freshmen until it becomes about 400 students. Uh, we're in the process of building two state-of-the-art science labs right there on their campus, which should be done by this December for them to use. And these students, after their freshman year over the summer, they took, I believe, a marine biology class, their first college class after their freshman year. <laughs> and it's just, you, you go on that campus, kids are excited to be there. It's a special place. Kids just, they come to school every day and love to learn. Absolutely, yeah, because, I mean, high school... It's exciting. It's a little intimidating. College is a little bit more intimidating, but there's a lot of prestige, you know, just centering around college. It's a nice balance. Obviously, they have a college-going culture there, and all the students have the same focus to do well in school, and they're able to get that sort of high school experience, but a small school feel with the size. And Drew Schlossberg, uh, 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 how do you how do you feel about this? When when you were a kid, did you go down to the like the school uh, school pool to swim to learn how to swim? Uh, no, I didn't. I used a community pool on it, but I think it's uh, great because it just uh, connects you more with the the school. And we all know, uh, Dr. Drew knows it better than anybody, that the high school, uh, you know, those especially uh, that are on top of their game, and there's no doubt in this district they are. Are, is the hub of the community. You know, there's so much activity going on. So the question I was going to ask you, uh, Dr. Drew, is once these facilities are all completed and all that business, how much is the community going to be able to enjoy those uh, during, let's say, off-school uh, days? They're already using them. Um, our track at, Wed at Edgewood High School is used almost every evening until 9 o'clock. If you drive by, we always have the lights on. It's open on nights and weekends. Our aquatic center will be the same. Uh, there will be access to the aquatic center for swim lessons. Uh, all those fine details haven't been uh, finalized at this point, the specifics. But that's been one of the great stories. If people have, have been seeing the pool being built, they say, I remember on that property at Edgewood High School when I learned to swim at that location, and they're just all excited to have their kids or their grandkids learn to swim in that new pool. Um, but I, I do encourage people to use our track and field at Edgewood High School. Our tennis courts are open uh, at West Covina High School as well. A lot of groups use those. I, I, I love to go uh, uh, running around when I'm, when I'm on a track and field and I'm, and I'm running because I'm very slow and so I'm always being lapped by everybody else. And that can be a little, you know, it's a little frustrating for me. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting a little older and I'm just not as, as spry as I used to be. Uh, but that is, that is also uh, uh, great. Because West Covina, it is a huge city. Yes. But the, the communities that uh, comprise the West Covina Unified School District are very... Uh, 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 tight-knit. I mean, obviously, they've all kind of built around the same time. Uh, they are. They have, they have the pride in the community, pride in our school district, which was evidenced by the 75% pass rate for the bond, and the community support and the vision of our board to put this bond on the ballot in 2016 so that we could upgrade these facilities 
to where they need to be today. And I think we're all very proud of what we can show the community. And we do have access to our facilities and we'll continue to have access for the community. Yeah, you know, well, and, and I think what's so important about that, if I could jump in here, uh, Kevin, mm -hmm. and, and to the point is that you don't get a $143 million bonding approved without having a connection to the community. And, you know, that's an understatement of the world, but a lot of folks don't have that uh, connection as you folks do at West Covina and this is just going to solidify it so some of these folks that are going to be using those facilities are kids that may have long gone from you know the school district but now they're still connected by being able to use it so I think that is so uh, spot on so Dr. Drew thanks for joining us thank you I'm glad to be here um, Dr. Drew Pasalacqua, uh, Assistant Superintendent of Business Services at West Covina Unified School District. We've been talking about the 143 facilities, million dollar facilities bond upgrade. I always, I, I get that mixed up every time. Anyway, lots of great construction going on. Thank yes. you so much for being, uh, taking time out of your busy day to come here. You're looking sharp. You're looking great. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, that'll do it for this edition of California School News Radio. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, uh, Drew Slosberg, also Wade Taylor, uh, Danielle Velasquez, and Paulina Martinez, and, of course, Val Martinez of VMA Communications. We will be back next week with uh, more great guests. So we'll see you then. One person has the power to change the world, impact millions of lives, and leave a legacy for lifetimes to come. That person is you. In the New York Times bestseller, What is Your What? Steve Ulcher, award-winning author and founder of the Reinvention Workshop, reveals his proven process that has helped thousands of men and women discover, share, and monetize the one thing they were born to do. Grab your free copy now at www.whatisyourwhat.com slash free. That's www.whatisyourwhat.com forward slash free. Take a break from politics. Tune in and learn something. WS Radio shows are worth your time and are filled with tips and advice. Add us to your lunch routine and we'll give you a meal for your mind. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. 
I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The WorldLink program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Can you help a newborn baby in need? Sometimes the blessing of birth becomes complicated and perilous. Miracle Babies is there to help. Miracle Babies helps moms and dads give their all to their struggling little baby, but still need more. When you give to Miracle Babies, you help them give more. More skin-to-skin -skin care, breast milk, and love. Go to MiracleBabies.org and give right now. Be their miracle. 